In your busy day-to-day life, the last thing you should need to worry about is home security. That's why I use the Eufy Video Lock. The Eufy Video Lock is a 3-in-1 smart lock, 2K camera, and doorbell. That's three functions to triple your security in one device that's easy to install. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver. And it's not just for security, it's also convenient. With keyless entry, fingerprints unlock the door in less than a second. You can also assign passwords to your family members and see them coming and going with the integrated camera. See who's at your door anytime with the enhanced night vision, 2K clear sight, and two-way audio. Unlike other brands, the Eufy Video Lock has no monthly fee. It also has an 18-month warranty and customer support on standby 24-7. I love this lock when I'm far from home or receiving a package and I'm laying on the couch and don't feel like getting up. For more information, search for Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can get complete control of your door. It is April 1st, 2020. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Justin Labar tonight for a very special edition of the Wednesday Night Wars coverage as we talk about AEW Dynamite, NXT on USA, and we are donating 100% of our cut of the YouTube Super Chats tonight is being donated to Culture City. So uh, we'll please be generous. You guys are always amazing with the live Super Chats and contributing to the show. But tonight, uh, with the approval of Raj Giri, everything we get from YouTube is going to Culture City. And Matt, you I know you have a personal connection to Culture City, but uh, this is in honor of World Autism Awareness Day, which is tomorrow. Could you talk just a little bit about what Culture City does and why they're such a great organization? Culture City is a nonprofit organization. You wrestling fans watching this, you've seen a little bit of them from AEW. Um, especially when AEW first uh, started, which is really impressive. Um, And that was um, introducing Culture City to a big portion of our wrestling community. But worldwide, Culture City has been in the uh, autism game, making sure that they go out to different venues, arenas, stadiums, anywhere there's like a public gathering or public place in general. Um, A lot of times it's sporting events as well. Um, Zoos even. Uh, wow. To provide, yeah, to provide um, uh, uh, sensory inclusive rooms. So let's say you're at an Orlando Magic game here, and my son Jackson starts really, really going bananas on us because it's 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 process. He's his processing overload, in which all the people making all that noise is way too much for him. It's like times a million sometimes the way the sounds hit his ears versus other people, right? Or sometimes it's just this the 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 sight of it all, right? The pyro going off, the lights, all that stuff. And it's too much for him to handle when at first he was having a good time. So you're able to go into like a sensory, uh, sensory inclusive room, which gets these kids uh, and adults as well centered again. Um, and it centers their sensor, their sensory setup, if you will. And it makes them be able to enjoy the game in that setting. Right. And it calms them back down and it centers them. Um, uh, zoos, for instance, they'll give out these bags that will give out um, noise-canceling headphones. You know, we were able to go to the zoo for the first time since Jackson was born without him having a meltdown. And us having to turn around and leave five minutes into it and say, well, we tried. We were able to get through an entire zoo um, uh, visit, him getting to discover animals he's never seen in his life except for on cartoons, live and in person because of the bags they give out to families like ours with children with autism with those noise canceling headphones. So they do a lot. 
No, absolutely. And it was talked about tonight in AEW Dynamite. They're also uh, taking some strides to help families during this coronavirus crisis. Uh, Matt, I'm sure as you know, firsthand, just what this disruption in routine does for anyone on the autism spectrum. Routine is such an important part of their lives. Mm -hmm. And a lot of parents are having a very hard time right now acclimating their special needs children to this current situation we're living in. Absolutely. You hit it on the head. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Baker with the $5 super chat. No message, just a donation. That's classy. Thank you, Thank you for kicking us off classy tonight. Jay Lane, uh, $2. Hello, everybody. Hope you're all hanging in there. And if anyone's watching this on delay uh, and you can't get in on the super chat, you can also go to culturecity.org slash donate. That's K-U-L-T. U-R-E city.org slash donate. We'll plug that again throughout the show, but keep those super chats coming. It's going to be a fun night tonight. And Matt, I know it's been a heck of a week. I know you're dealing a lot uh, with a lot in Longwood. Um, Justin, a lot of wrestling tonight. It is still WrestleMania week. Uh, we're going to stay on topic tonight, but as you guys know, uh, you know, you, you toss the money at us and we dance. So uh, feel free to hit us with random questions tonight, some off-topic segues. Let's have a good time in the midst of everything else that's going on in the world. Talk about wrestling and uh, have a good, good, solid, distracting conversation here tonight and raise some money for Culture City in the process. Matt, what did you think of AEW Dynamite tonight? Um, I thought it was good. I I'll be honest. Um, maybe I'm being a stickler here. But I couldn't take my eyes off of, at times, the fact that they weren't social distancing with, with the, yeah. kids that, the, the ones that were watching this show. They were right there on top of one another. Oh, Matt, come on. There's only six or eight of them. Okay. Okay. I've said this a thousand and nine times. Pro wrestlers are role models. They're superheroes. Um, they have an opportunity to lead the way. And I thought AEW's done a good job of doing that um, more than WWE as far as how to produce a show, make it look different, give it an aesthetically different feel, um, dealing with not having fans in an arena. And they did, they've done a great job with that. But I just thought this, that if to me, maybe because I'm a mayor of a city and that's all I, I look around and look for is people breaking social distancing to see if I see that or not. Yeah, maybe that's why. I don't know. I just know that I cannot take my eyes off of that. I could not unsee people standing right next to one another out along the, along the guardrails there that were acting as fake fans for the each match. Hmm. But the noise did help each match for what it's worth. I just don't know if I would have done that without like going above and beyond the pale to show that they are social distancing. And you at home watching this should be doing the damn same. Yeah. I mean, Justin, what do you think for you? Is it more escapism or is that too real in the face of everything that we're uh, dealing with right now? You know, I try not to think about what's going on. I try to, <clears throat> I try to let, you know, these two hours be an escape, uh, but it's hard to avoid. Like, like, you know, I'm not a mayor like Matt is, but you know, I mean, we're surrounded in it right now. I mean, you can't watch anything on the news without seeing it. So I, I did uh, chuckle to myself or, or maybe I, I rolled my eyes too, that, uh, the opening match, the best friends come out and they and they do the elbow dab to Billy Gunn and his son, which that that is that has replaced behind the scenes right now the workers handshake because they don't want to be shaking hands. But it's like it's almost it's weird. It's like you're doing an elbow dab, but then you're getting in the ring and you're locking up and rolling around with each other. I don't know. It, it, it to the point of yeah, yeah too. You know, it's just it, it. They they took more precautions this time around, having the talent act as fans. They did have some distance between them versus uh, when they were at Daly's place a couple weeks ago. But yeah, it's still. And in theory, the whole show shouldn't be happening. But I mean, I you know they are there trying to trying to provide us something to escape from, trying to provide us entertainment. So I don't want to knock them on that 
uh, motive, but at the same point, you know, w- when is enough enough? Yeah, it's tough. Uh, quickly, Phil Phil with the $20 Canadian donation saying, I just want to thank you guys for entertaining us during this dark time, especially Matt, who runs the city. Can't imagine what that's like. Love the Culture City as well, and I hope arenas in Canada get them. Uh, absolutely. Brad Stevens saying, uh, $9.99. Thanks again for helping out a great charity. Also, FYI, a lot of the recaps tonight, but you guys are the best. Okay, I'm not sure about that part. Um, uh, David at 3X, $5. You guys are awesome. Justin Lopez, $9.99 donation. Uh, wow, this is great. Darian Moore, $10 uh, donation. We're, Thank you. Wow. We're almost up to a hundred bucks already, guys. Wow. Um, yeah, this is this is fantastic. Uh, you guys are, are truly, sincerely awesome. Um, R- uh, Ramon Odisho saying, I don't always support podcasts, but when I do, I support you guys real quick. My OCD is kicking in. Glenn, can you please wear a forward-facing hat? I was looking for one before the show, and I could not find it. Nothing would uh, make me happier than to put one on right now but i could not find the one that's somewhere buried behind me in this office that this green screen is hiding the one the one yes uh the uh, and i'll let you now i'll save it as a surprise for when i find it uh uh louis 13 199 marker stunt should not be taking those bumps yikes we'll talk about that um yeah i mean so it's uh it's tough and matt to your point we do get on WWE about this and looking at, you know, what they're doing and oh, how irresponsible it is. The roster is going to catch this. It's going to spread throughout the locker room. And I think you're right that just from the perspective of a pure fan, yes, well, it's great to have more wrestlers there at the same time, the more risks they take, the more it puts a question mark on their ability to keep doing these shows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, all it takes is one to get one to get this, to catch yeah. this when, now, do they go home? They're not all like quarantined together for those weeks on end, are they? I'm sure they pre-taped a bunch of stuff over a couple of days. That's how you would do it. Right? <laughs> I don't know how I do. It. Yeah, I don't know because uh, I'm just thinking they go they go back home and they go back to their loved ones and families. And let's just call a spade a spade. Not every single one of them. All it takes is one. It could take one trip to a supermarket. Oh, I mean. It was less than three weeks ago. Let's not forget members of the WWE roster were saying last night at Disney World, like posting what? photos of them hanging out and partying. I mean, that, and at the time, I didn't want to make a big deal out of it. That's the stuff that terrifies me. And is when you look at that situation, because you're right, all it takes is one person and it spreads to the entire locker room. And, uh, and this yeah. is still early days. So I'm sure they're taking some precautionary steps, at least as far as sequestering them together Oops. while they're filming. Well, yesterday, yeah, yesterday and today they did the filming. AEW did the, the filming of what we saw tonight and what we're going to see for the next two weeks. So by my really? understanding, by my understanding, by tomorrow they will have everything for the next two weeks in the can. And after that two weeks, every, every, if you notice, everything they've promoted has been within the next two weeks. It's been the tournament. It's been uh, you know Moxley versus um, Hager. I, I, I think after that two weeks, I think they're going to do a reevaluation to see where are we at in the world. Can we continue doing this? Same thing with WWE. WWE has WWE has Raw. NXT and SmackDown next week, the Raw NXT and SmackDown after Mania, they have it already in the can, but depending on, again, with now Florida being shut down even more and what have you, WWE might end up having to finally go dark. They might have to finally um, take the break that they've been avoiding. So uh, the next seven days, what what we talk about in seven days from now is going to be, could be wildly different. How did today's um, stay at home uh, from Governor DeSantis of Florida, how would that affect Oh, because Mania's already filmed itself, right? Mania's already yeah. filmed. 
Oh, yeah, okay. WWE's yeah, filmed everything. And then if it looks like they, if it, if it looks like WWE's not going to be able to get back into Florida to do more stuff on the PC, then it's very possible we could see them strictly go to a Stanford studio kind of show uh, for the time being. Uh, I mean, it's, it's crazy uh, to think about. And um, I know you guys are seeing this too. We've already seen celebrities, people, people we know, or we know their work or their art who have passed away or been severely hospitalized become of this. I think it's not naive. I'm going to say it's it, it just uh, not ignorant. Um, it's it's foolish and stupid for any professional wrestling company to somehow think that they're immune to this. And if not the talent, the people working behind the scenes who are there, you still have crew there. I mean, it's very sad that in a number of weeks and we're all watching the news and the press conferences and looking at these projected six figure numbers of uh, casualties. It's um, it's crazy. I mean, we're all going to be so touched by this. Casualties are almost going to lose their meaning at a certain point. And I just, I, you know, as fans, I worry about the locker room, but yeah, Matt, to your point, the more I think about it, it does make me very uncomfortable to see them breaking, uh, you know, just some common sense precautions. Yeah, especially, um, again, with the wrestlers around the ring tonight, it was more tonight than it was with uh, any other of their, their tapings, actually. Go back and watch the main event match, that tag match. You can see them all lined up outside the guard railing there. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're in a smaller space tonight. AEW's in the smallest space they've ever been. So, you know, it, looked, it actually looked good. It looked intimate. It, it still looked like it had production value. It didn't look cheap. It, it, it no, it, yeah, that part did. You know, it kind of it kind of reminded me of WCW Saturday Night, but yeah, I mean, it, the, the, it's a it's a it's a tight space they were using tonight. It's just, I couldn't take my eyes off it when Cody went to go give his wife a kiss, and I saw an entire row of all of the baby faces that were there out there to cheer. I was like, "Holy crap!" There's like, there's eight of them, nine of them. Yeah, like we're telling people you can't have groups larger than ten. Yeah, and and six feet yeah. apart from each other. Both of those two things were not true. Yeah. And okay, so this is me being like a real stickler hard ass here, Matt. It's like I almost feel it's unfair uh, to to say AEW had a better show if they're not going to play by the rules. You know what I mean? It's like if you're if you you're don't in think WWE would like to throw twenty of its, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Fellow wrestlers out there to make noise, they haven't done it. I don't know yeah. why they haven't thrown one or two out there at least. Uh, I don't know. And yeah. AEW. AEW has the luxury of not having not having to answer to investors. They have the luxury of not being a public <laughs> company like WWE is. It's, it's true, a little weird. Very true. It's very true. Man, now I'm a little more torn on my praise for AEW. I <laughs> 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 for this it, programming. It is good that it is good that AEW did not publicly reveal where they were doing the tapings. You know, on on the context of not not wanting fans to flock there for autographs and wait outside and such. That was smart by them. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Carolyn with a $20 donation. Thank you, Glenn, Matt, and Justin for making this happen. Donating to an organization that helps folks like my brother. Um, that's awesome. Carolyn, thank you for, uh, for that donation. And we've got some other ones coming in. Uh, oh man. In fact, and they're scrolling away. I apologize for this. Uh, because you guys are just doing such an awesome job. Gary Adams, 499 best wrestling podcast, hands down. Keep up the great work. Uh, Jackson Catlin's t- uh, 999. Thanks. You, thanks to you guys for doing this. Uh, Zaw three six zero seven. Good AEW show tonight. Thanks for doing this, guys. Um, man, this is this is crazy. Uh, Fethdar five bucks. I struggle with watching elaborate ring entrances and turnbuckle poses. Nobody there's knowing there's nobody in the crowd to turn to. 
Uh, I agree. It does get a little ridiculous. Ebony Washington, $10. Thank you for all you guys do. You're awesome. Happy to contribute. Thank you, Ebony. Thank you. Uh, James Shacks, $2. I love you, Matt Morgan. Have my babies. Not sure how that would work, but I appreciate you thinking outside the box. Um, (laughs) Wow. Yeah, you guys uh, are are really, really... Oh, wow. Okay, okay. So we got uh, some big ones here. Uh, Well, Chris Jones, AEW should do an entire show of vignettes like being the elite. I agree. Mm -hmm. Um... Zaw again, thanks for doing this. And then Dan, fifty dollars. Random wow. question, but do you wow. guys have a favorite pay per view outside the top four? Appreciate the charity night. Great to see positive things during such strange times. Man, wow. Hmm. Do I have a favorite pay? First of all, thank you. Um, do I have a favorite pay per view outside of the main four? I do. Money in the Go bank. Ahead. Money in the bank. Oh, damn it. Yes. I think I think money. Honestly, I think Survivor Series is an outdated concept. I think money. I think money. In the bank should be elevated into the top four. Survivor Series is outdated. It's not a big deal to have five on five matches anymore. Yeah, yeah. Money in the bank. Money in the bank is exciting. That's true. That's a really good call. I can't even name the others because they change them all the time. Hell in a Cell, Elimination Chamber, Extreme Rules. Um, Hell in a Cell. I would put after money in the bank although i do see why people like a chamber as well because it could be you could protect the champion who has to do the the job if you will and lose without technically being the one to take the pinfall and lose chamber also offers more creative things i mean you got six guys they can move around more inside of it versus yeah i'm gonna do money in the bank first outside the outside of the four followed by hell in a cell and then chamber Money in the Bank has always actually been my favorite pay-per-view out of any of them. It's exciting. Yeah. I love the build-up to it. I just I love the gimmick. I think it's uh, absolutely brilliant. Um, but, Dan, thank you for your generous donation. Wow, you guys are killing it tonight. I'm losing track. I'm not going to be able to see the final count on YouTube until uh, after I have to go in. But I'm looking now. We're, we're up over $200. Uh, thank you so much for all this. Uh, I am Air... Uh, $2 say Mark was into Anna J. They should sign her. Um, what else do we got here? Uh, Sabbath Ozzy one would a great cause for this to go to $5. Um, man. Okay. We're going to, we're going to talk about the specifics of the show. A lot of people loved this match tonight, um, on AEW Kenny Omega versus Trent with Chuck Taylor and orange Cassidy at ringside. what did you think of this, Matt? You knew it was going to be a great match as far as in between the ropes go. Um, which it was. It was a very, very good, good uh, executed match. I'm not surprised by it. You know, very. Uh, Trent is really good, really, really good. Um, and obviously, so is Kenny Omega. This, this was a, a ten, for me as far as the in ring work goes. Yeah, Justin. Yeah, you know what? This was. Um, look, it was a good match. It's fun to watch these guys. But I, I will say my one complaint I was hung up on is, was this like supposed to be like a falls count anywhere match? Because like I mean they did not a- a- administer a ten count ever. I mean they fought outside for sometimes thirty, forty seconds at a time without breaking up the. Um, they do that a lot. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe maybe that doesn't matter to some fans, but or maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm just a, a, a tight ass wrestling fan or something. I don't. Know, I just I like it. Kind of it buries the point of having rules in the ref. You sure. know what I mean? Like I, that was that I, I couldn't get past that because it wasn't just one time, but it was That's a it. lot. Makes sense. That makes sense. You can't get past it. That's fair. But but, but overall, yeah, it was fun to watch. But other but. Uh, 
best in the smokers world, $75. Just wanted to contribute to a great cause. I've had the pleasure of hanging out with Justin during WrestleMania weekends in the past with chair shot reality. Nicest guy around and you're all right to Matt and Glenn. (laughs) Thank you for the money and thank you for the compliment. Thank you. Yeah, sir. uh, You're, you're more than all right. Thank you for the generous donation tonight. Appreciate it. Uh, So, and in fact, that's what I'm going to try and do while we're going to make sure we don't miss anything here. I'm going to have you guys talk about the matches. I'm really going to be monitoring the chat room, making sure we're getting everyone on tonight uh, with donations. Again, next match and then call them out. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Kenny Omega won that via pinfall. And then we had Hikaru Shida versus Anna J. This was good too, actually. Um, and I get on them for putting talent out there that I don't think they've done a good job of getting over enough to make us care about them yet. But with that said, I thought this was well executed. For- yeah, I enjoy I enjoyed it. I like that. Uh, I, I'm not familiar with Anna J, so Same I don't know. Here. I don't know where she comes from or what her deal is. I'll, I'll definitely look her up. But I was I I, I thought she was. Uh, we, you know, we've seen a lot outside of the core of the of the the rios and Britt baker outside of the core of the women that AEW has they they bring in a lot of like one-offs and 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 spot uh, spots and i i think she i think this was one of the better better performers i'd seen so she's not on she's not on the roster not as far uh, not as far as i know okay well she may have earned her spot i'm i'm assuming because personnel was at somewhat of a premium can you know because they've they've let some people go home they've let some people go home if they if they don't feel comfortable traveling and then Based upon where they were filming tonight, they were certainly pulling locally. So I would imagine she was. I, I imagine when I do some googling on her, she's probably right. so. Hopefully, local. she earned herself a, a spot tonight. Yeah, match, yeah. I'm guessing she's somewhat local from where they were. Um. So in that match, of course, Hikaru Shida won via pinfall. Uh, after that, uh, Britt Baker was there doing a lot of trash talk while eating a sandwich. Um, what do you guys think tonight? AEW went out of their way to mention. The current situation, whereas mm-hmm. WWE, I mean, we had multiple times tonight, they referenced the current situation, keeping your distance when this disease is over, uh, you know, when this when this virus no longer poses a threat. What did you think tonight uh, of them putting reality into uh, the entertainment? Uh, hmm. WWE said a lot more tonight than normal, didn't they? Uh, WWE, I didn't notice it nearly as much as with AEW. But they said keep your distance a couple times. Mm. Um, I, I know. I know. There's an internal memo with WWE not to not speak and say coronavirus. Well, that's obvious, right? But 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 I will take it a step further to say that I bet you they did a study. I bet you they did some type of study on this to whether they they can't just blankly. Do you know what I mean? During a national pandemic, um, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it, any I mean, kind I, of research put behind it that people don't want to hear that word while they're being "quote unquote" entertained. I still would disagree with that. But I mean, I agree with not saying the word coronavirus because you hear it everywhere else. I, I get that, but I mean, I do think to a point you at least need to acknowledge like this is why we're under such weird circumstances. This is why the mm-hmm. show doesn't look like it normally does. I mean, I think. I think if you don't, you know, like what what advantage? Like what what point is that of not at least acknowledging? Hey, we understand we're under. You don't have to say coronavirus. We can just say we're under. We're on, we're we're in unprecedented times right now. I think I think Brody Lee even said that actually in his promo. He said we you know we're in unprecedented times. I think it's okay to say that. But like WWE for the most part has really tried to. I mean, WWE is touting this is WrestleMania too big for one night. Not even acknowledging why that <laughs> why it's being presented this way. When everybody knows why, but just you'd be better off just saying it at this point. 
well, they even went further in that Brody Lee promo, and we'll talk about it, but he was saying, like, you literally have nothing else to do right now. Right. Like, you have no excuse. Right, I mean, they were, they were right. using it as a setup for uh, for humor. Uh, James Jack's $2 saying, make Raj watch Goonies for a fundraiser. Let me tell you, Matt, I'm now – I'm here. we're going to go on strike. We're going to do a work stoppage on this podcast after we get through WrestleMania, and we are not coming back on here after Mania until Raj Geary. I'm going to give Mania a weekend. But after that, he's on notice. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do to the fans out there. Fans, if you haven't picked up on it yet, Raj makes a lot of money talking about, (laughs) you guessed it, not watching Goonies. So here's an idea. Stop wasting your money to be part of the Super Chat to say, hey, Raj, go watch Goonies. Just go on his Twitter and say it to him. Save yourself some money. I'd love to see you guys spend your money elsewhere. Glenn will still read your Super Chat anyway. Without you, if it's not money, or I don't even know what it's called, but you know what I'm saying. So, listen, we've tried to help Raj get enlightened with the Goonies. I am giving up on it because he's making money and slamming it in front of all of our faces and slapping us with those dollar bills that he continues to make. Oh, it's true, our expense. So, you know what? Screw you, Raj. You are not Goonies worthy, and I take back wanting you to see the enjoyment that is Goonies. You're not worthy. Could you imagine <laughs> if WrestleMania had happened this week, we we would have gone into that meetup. Raj would have rolled in in a brand new Rolls Royce with Ryback riding shotgun. He'll take Ryback <laughs> show for him around. No, uh, Raj would WCW show up then- limo. WCW from the yeah. movie limo with them in the back in a hot tub, sharing a hot tub together. Shane uh, uh, cheers to one another, pulling it. Yes, come out and just like throw money at us and be like, "Go fetch me, go fetch me a fancy boy cocktail." Yes, you know, fancy yeah, boy. just order it around. Cocktail. Daiquiris. Yes, yes. Go make me a daiquiri. I want you to hand muddle the strawberries. Um, oh, right back. You don't know who these guys are. I don't either. They must be the enhancement talent for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Steve Marcucci, four ninety nine. Do you guys view Tessa Blanchard versus Charlotte as a dream match? Ooh, uh, I don't know about a dream match, but it'd be good. I mean, Chris, Tessa's, Tessa's in a different situation now than she was even six months ago. But uh, maybe you guys would think it's crazy. I'd rather see Tessa Blanchard versus uh, um, Becky, oh. Sasha, Rhea. No. Oh, Oscar. Oh yeah, shit. Because they well, would beat the, the crap out of each other. Well, Tessa versus Charlotte's interesting just because you have four horsemen. Obviously. Lineage. Yes. I mean, yeah, but I don't think it's like dream match. I think it's just. But it's styles just- and like lumping each other up with stiff shots. Good Lord. Asuka. Yeah, that'd be something. Um, so, uh, Manic Hispanic 16 saying, happy to contribute to a wonderful cause. $10. Who are your oh, picks for the first TNT champion? Thoughts on the name? I, I really like Archer. Great athletic big mm-hmm. man. P.S. I miss when Money in the Bank was at Mania. So, who do you got, Matt? Who do you got? I, 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 I like the minute they were talking about it, I said the same thing. I said this would be ideal for a Lance Archer, right? It gives Jake another, um, I don't want to say gimmick, but you know, another prop. To, to go to and his promos getting Archer more and more over. Um, and it makes him look like a killer, right? Um, the name of the title, TNT, it makes sense when you think about it, right? It's going to be a championship, I'm assuming, decided on television just until it comes time one day when they don't work on TNT anymore. But we'll cross that bridge when they get to it. He misses money in the bank. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one ladder match that they'd have at Mania. Yeah, that sucks. I agree. 
Yeah, but but money the bank, money the bank. At, you know, look, I love you know money right. the bank of mania is fun. I mean, I I I, I was at mania twenty three. I I popped huge with my boy Ken and when Ken Kennedy won it. But I think if money the bank is so successful. It makes sense to have it as its own entity. You don't mania doesn't need it. Uh, and yeah, Lance Archer. If Lance Archer doesn't win the t- if he since he's in the tournament, if he doesn't win this title. You're doing him harm. How 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 this early on are you going to have him lose in any capacity? I don't care if you do some crazy ass distraction. How can you have him lose off the bat at this point? So it's almost like he has to win it. There's there's no other option. It's just a matter of how dominant can you make him look on the path to doing so. Yeah. Uh, Digital lizard twenty dollar donation. Even outside of these challenging times, you provide a much needed distraction from real life. We week in and week out. I'm lucky enough to be able to work from home and appreciate what you're doing tonight. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Digital Lizard. $20. It's uh, fantastic. Uh, wait, okay. Raj Giri uh, has chimed in just saying, no Goonies. Okay, 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 Raj Giri. You're on notice, buddy. We're making it through to Mania. We're going to make it through the Raw after Mania. And after that, work stoppage. If by the following Monday Night Raw, Raj has not watched the Goonies. I'm not showing up. I'm calling in sick. What is the point of this? Is he going to start like we have like five minute conversations about like chunk? Like what? What? What is it that we get? <laughs> I still want to know what do I get out of Raj Geary watching Goonies? That's a good question. I think uh, satisfaction. No, <laughs> I've seen the movie. I love the movie. I, I think the, the movie is screen. too good for Raj now. That's true. I feel. I think it's become a thing. Like my wife and I for years. Kept saying, oh, we've never seen the movie Serpico. And we said, one day, one day we're finally going to watch Serpico. What the hell is Serpico? I don't know what that is. Serpico, Al Pacino movie from the 70s. He played uh, an undercover cop. Oh. It, was, it, was, it was like Al Pacino's like, it came out after Taxi Driver. So when De Niro was big, this is like, put Pacino on the map with The Godfather. One day we finally watched Serpico and uh, it was a little lackluster. We we're like, oh, no, we've seen Serpico. Okay, it was all right. You know, but it was, but that was like our movie was the joke. Well, we're going to watch Serpico one of these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think with Raj, I think at this point, it just has to happen. It has to be done so we can then move on to uh, even more important films in the Pantheon. Uh, has he watched Monster Squad? Have we discussed this yet with Raj? Oh, I bet you he's definitely not seeing that. No way. I'm mm-hmm. saying, I'm predicting no way. That's up there. Justin, you ever see Monster Squad? I haven't seen that. I've actually never seen Goonies. That's why I'm staying out okay, of the well, You're young. Nobody gives a shit about you. Uh, you <laughs> never, Matt. Yeah, I have never seen Goonies. You're just saying this. You're no, totally no. trying to cut in on <laughs> no, Raj right no. now. You've seen it, Goonies. No, I have not. It was on, yes, sci- it was on Sci-Fi earlier this evening. I was like, I could watch it, but then I wouldn't be able to watch AEW and NXT. I have not seen Goonies. There was no decision for you to make. And I can't wait. I had to do the podcast. I had to watch the wrestling shows. It's podcast, man, class, podcast. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. You've really never. I've also. Folks at home in a super chart. You don't have to pay for this. You can just make the comments. Who here, by a show of hands, if you can do it in the chat room. I don't know because I can't see the the chat room. Um, By a show of hands, though, or middle fingers or whatever you want to call them. Thumbs up, even. think Justin is full of bleep and trying to cut it on Raj Geary's not watching Goonies Heat. I've never seen any of the Rocky movies. I'm totally calling. That surprises. Nope, that surprises so many people because because of what of, of what I'm into. They're like you never. I've never seen the Rocky movies. I have watched one Star Wars. My wife is having me watch them in chronological order. I just watched Rogue One. Then I'm gonna go back and watch the ones in the '70s. Um, there's some things I'm just not caught up on. Um, I, I, 
I've she's I've seen a little bit of the Marvel stuff. I don't know, I, but I know that's not that's out of the. You not allowed to watch TV as a kid or go to movies? It was not. It was not. It was not. Wait, when oh I was a kid, when you're I was a kid, it was nonstop wrestling. Wait a second, you're I'm in Philadelphia. In Justin, I'm are you Pittsburgh. Amish? Were you raised Amish? No, I'm in Pittsburgh. I'm not in Philadelphia. Oh, you're in Pennsylvania. Were you raised Amish? Pennsylvania, no. Dutch Amish? I moved to Pittsburgh. I didn't move to Pennsylvania until I was a t- a 18, 17. Where'd you I, live I, before then? Like in, in a cult somewhere? Like <laughs> I lived in Chesapeake Beach, Maryland. That's where I lived. Oh, right. <sighs> this Matt, Matt, to answer your question, no, it wasn't that. It was just I, I was all like wrestling. Wrestling was my life. But you've never seen Rocky? I never watched the Rocky movies. No. He's making this up. I'm I not- am not. Okay, okay. We're we're gonna save this. We're gonna put a pin in this till Friday. I'm we have like making this all up. I will. Do you want me to go bring my wife in in here and she can vouch for this? Yes, I do. You want me to do this right now? She's dead serious. If she's awake, you're gonna give me in trouble. I don't believe any of this. Yeah. <laughs> you really no, not Rocky, not not Goonies, um, Star Wars one. Yeah, no. Yeah, she had well, me watch, was, I, I watched Rogue uh, One, and then I guess that leads into the first one in the seventies. You were Rogue. a little kid. You I was born see. in eighty-seven. Yeah, but oh my, how old are you? I was born in eighty-seven. I'll be thirty-three this year. You're only thirty-three years old. How does he look, Matt? Arguably, I think Justin looks older than you do. Thank you. I'm not saying arguably. He does. I'm, wow! Like, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just joking. No. I can't believe. See, in my head, yeah, you were a kid, Matt. I met you Star like n- you and I first met like nine <laughs> years ago at a Dominic Danucci roast and yeah. thing. I was like 23 at that time. I wouldn't have thought. That. Okay. Yeah. Were you like buying beer in high school? Were you one of those kids? You know, <laughs> no. she had chair shot reality show. Yeah. I started. Okay. That was, I started that when I was 21. Uh, Wiggles with a $5 super chat. I love you guys doing this stuff like this is very close to my heart. Cause my little brother has autism. Um, I mean, it's, it's Matt, you know, the stats on this, it's actually really incredible how prevalent, uh, autism is. And we still don't know why we still don't know the cause, but the numbers, if you look historically, a part of it might be, they weren't diagnosing it as much or as accurately 30 years ago. But, um, I think everyone, if, if it's not your family, like knows someone, uh, has someone close to their heart who, uh, yep. who, uh, you know, lives under these conditions. Um, so, uh, yeah, thank you. And culture city again, great, great charity. You can donate directly if you're listening to this, uh, later at culture city, that's culture with the K culture city.org slash donate. Uh, we got some more donations here. Do we get to everyone? I think, uh, we might be caught up on this, but Justin Friday night, when we get some time, we're going to really delve into uh, the, the yeah. Justin he's gonna Lopez. Time, he's going to have time to set up his wife with these answers, though. <laughs> Justin Lopez, Puck99, saying Wolfman's got nards. If yes. you'd seen Monster That's Squad, it, Justin, right. you would understand that. Uh, David, 3x5, you should do a podcast on the Goonies so Rosh watches it. Uh, but yet I've seen movies like Angus. I know you and I were talking about it last Friday, Glenn. I, I mean, there's something that was that, your time. It yes. is weird things. James Jackson, two dollars if Rosh doesn't watch it, break <laughs> his leg, Matt. Like, oh, that really took a turn. Uh, Tom, uh, saying five dollars to think TNT fits a double meaning, the channel with the show name Dynamite. Absolutely, yes, uh, good call. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it works on multiple levels. I think it's uh, really smart. Um, okay, I think, uh, oh, Rider Kick, uh, Buck99, thank you guys for doing this. My son has autism. Wow. I mean, it's just, again, just, just goes to show how uh, far-reaching um, this is and uh, why Culture City is so important. Uh, Shrideep Sengupta, 
two hundred dollars, and I forget the currency. Whoa, two hundred, but Indian, Indian is that rupees? Uh, uh, love from India. Love your podcast. Never miss it. Thank you very Thank much. You. Love from India. I love it. Yeah, uh, this is just great. Uh, Michael Jareen, two dollars. Matt Morgan, will you ever wrestle again? And sexually ties into the birth of your son for for why you stopped. But your son has seen you wrestle now. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. Um, if it's a charity event, if I can, like I know I can raise some good money doing a fundraiser. Um, I will put together a wrestling show for that. But that's, I mean, that's it. Not like get Raj to watch Goonies money, but you could raise a lot of money. I mean, no. not. <laughs> no, no, no. Raj is like an evil genius because there's some weird Tom Sawyer shit going on. Or was it Huck Finn? It's like, look how much fun I'm having painting the fence. Look how much fun we have podcasting. Guys, you should totally podcast with us. Okay, I'm going to stop doing the podcast now and you guys can just keep doing the podcast. And like, yes, Jedi mind tricks. Justin, you get that reference if you'd seen Star Wars. <laughs> I saw I saw Jonathan Taylor Thomas in some Tom Sawyer Hook Finn movie in the nineties. I remember that. So I caught the painting of a fence. Okay, not a super chat, but I got to point out Narcotic Six One Three saying Raj watched the Goonies weeks ago. He just doesn't want to stop collecting the super chats. Yes, exactly. Definitely, I agree with that. It's uh, a gimmick at this point. Oh, okay. Back to AEW. <laughs> It's taking forever tonight, but you know what? You guys are awesome. We're hanging with. Uh, let's talk about this uh, Jake Hager promo talking about Moxley. Yeah. Uh, Jericho talking about Moxley. Sammy Guevara talking about Hager talking about Moxley. It was, as Raj would say, it was there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jake Roberts talking about Lance Archer tonight. This is freaking tastic. This was, you know, Jake, he can talk the talk, obviously has for 30 plus years. And then, and then, and then right after that, you see Lance Archer walk out and he's walking the walk. I mean, yeah, Jake, Jake, Jake is such an asset for them to have because I mean, he, like, if you're, if you're a younger fan, you just watch him and like, you're going to understand, okay, this guy's a, a great, you know, this guy's communicating to me. And then if you're an older fan, you know who Jake the snake is. So it's just instant credibility to the show and to this performer that he's, representing i i can't again I, I will forever say each week this is such a huge asset for the dynamite uh, show to have each week to have jake roberts on it yeah Absolutely. this was phenomenal so good look look forward to it each week um man and you know looking at the contrast justin what's it uh jake roberts has been tweeting out lately is it true he's like holed up in a hotel right now during all this didn't he have something the other day talking about sort of just the mental effects? Uh, I'm not sure. I can't. I don't know. I'll find the tweet. It was actually, I mean, it was really uh, moving. I mean, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I mean, again, Jake's older. He smoked his whole life. I mean, he's the exact guy. He's the exact symptoms that, that we're hearing all the warnings of you don't want to. So, I mean, I'm sure they're taking every precaution. I mean, it was, you know, I'm sure in theory when Lance Archer was to have his first match in AEW, the plan was to have Jake there ringside. He was, and he did a pre-tape promo because they're, him, Jim Ross, keeping these these older um, performers away wisely, uh, but I, I I don't know what where Jake's at. Hopefully he's fine. I don't know. Yeah, he tweeted uh, on March twenty eighth, getting tough, being alone all the time. Hotel room keeps shrinking. Jealous of those with family or partners still sober. Uh, I'm glad he's uh, keeping his sobriety up through all of this. Uh, man, it's like that's that's that was the hardest part of addiction. Being on the road for me was it'd be the boredom during the downtimes. Yeah, in between your matches, in between your shows, especially on overseas tours, um, 
is that. So that's great to hear. He's still kicking, kicking uh, this addiction's ass. Good for him, man. But these promos, like, I think back to his classic promos. But think about the documentary. Think yeah. about everything he's been through since. He just has so much, so much weight. You know what I mean? Like he's at that age. Similar, you know how like Johnny Cash when he got a little older, just you could tell like you could just see the life lived in the guy. And I think Jake right now, his promos, that's why it's because it has so much gravity and gravitas behind it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Um, but no, this was absolutely fantastic tonight. Uh, then we had Lance Archer versus Marco Stunt with Marco uh, taking some crazy bumps. Uh, but Lance winning via pinfall. What'd you think of this? Oh, very good. You didn't like it, Justin? Well, it was a good choice to put Marco as his opponent because obviously Marco's the smallest guy you have, so it, it, it emphasizes Lance's size, and he can do he can do some feats of strength. The problem I had this match went almost five minutes. Why the f did it go this long? Marco got way more offense than he ever should have. I mean, I that I, I just do I just more. didn't get that part. But much more importantly, I've got a celebrity that's in our chat room. AKA Pyro Keith. Keith Hillebrand is a as a pyro technician from Monday Nitro era. All this cool stuff you guys used to see Goldberg's entrance. Um, went on to TNA and did a lot of our stuff when we had cool pyro there. And his name is Keith Hillebrand. So whoever is putting uh, him on suspension or whatever the hell you call it in this chat room, he's on this, suspension. Yeah, this is a good man. He's actually yeah. a really cool dude. Um, good friend of mine. Um, I'm just writing what this text was. He's a good friend. <laughs> Wait, so you got our chat mods are are crazy, uh, but uh, yeah, please. Uh, There's nothing that he would say at a term besides I, I used to do Matt's pyro and I made him a star. He'd make some stupid joke like that to make fun of me. I'm sure. <laughs> but <laughs> here, we, here we go. This is this is just funny, Matt. That this is a two. I mean, and I'm not dissing two dollars every bit counts. We love every donation, yeah. but I love that a two dollar uh, donation, Matt. In your opinion, what killed TNA? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Russo, Russo. When we when we started to tour, which I was legit excited about, I was excited to go on the road on a Monday night. I thought it was pretty chancy, obviously, but we had such an amazing roster. I'm sorry, our roster was better if you did it from top to bottom than WWE's. I know that's nothing to sneeze at, like calm down, settle down. You're exaggerating. Go back and look at the two rosters. In 2010, it was. I'm being so sincere about that, you guys. We, we had a better roster, damn it. And we just shouldn't have done it. We should not have gone on the road. Should have continued to do it. You know, uh, stay, stick there at a, a Universal and um, continue to put out better TV. And that goes on creative a little bit. You have all those stars, and that's the best. You have Ric Flair doing, what was it again, icing people? Like we were icing Ric Flair, rather, with the Fortune Group. And crap. That's stupid. We just got a very nice retweet from Culture City tonight, uh, pointing everyone to uh, this podcast, which is awesome. Uh, Brenda Bean with the $5 Super Chat, Cody versus Archer for the TNT title at the end of the tournament. Also, thanks for putting tonight's show towards a worthy cause. My son has autism. Thank you so much, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. I uh, uh, hope uh, you're, you're hanging in there with everything that's going on right now. I can't imagine... Just this disruption to routine. Uh, Disco Scotty, $2 time for another Candyland clash, Matt. Hey, Disco uh, Scotty, help me during his buddy of mine. Help me during my campaign out there on the street holding Matt Morgan signs with me in uh, 2017. He's a very good friend. So is his wife, Charlie, like family. Thanks for uh, coming in here. That's cool. 
Uh, Sean Allen, $10. My wife is the same age as Justin. She's never watched Rocky, and I can't get her to. I don't get it. Sean Allen, you need to step your game up. There is no excuse for this. You have to lock the doors. You better do something because Rocky needs to be in everybody's life. And to be clear, it's not like I have like a – again, I haven't seen it. I, I kind of want to see him, and maybe during this isolation I will. It's just one of those things I just never just, – I just never You should be off. going to town. You have a plethora of amazing American classics. I'm working from home, and I have two kids. I don't get a lot of time, and I'm doing this – Three times a week. I don't have time always. Who's to... doing the um? What do you call it? Uh, what's it called? Um, um, online school. What? Come on. What is wrong with me? Um, the kids now are having to stay at home and go my through kid, their schoolwork my, online. My kids are two and five. My daughter, my five year olds in preschool. Wow. They don't have an online thing. So that's it's yeah, two kids inter- that. Two kids entertain. Plus, I'm still running. You know, doing the day job. I, I just started Ozarks in season one. I mean, like episode five. And I know season three oh, just came out. That I'm trying to... is an amazing show. You'll love it. Oh, my I, God. I've been watching every, that late at night. Yeah. Every spare minute, I am trying to send my five-year-old upstairs on the Kindle, put the two-year-old to nap, and trying to get my wife. Come on, let's hurry up and get one hour in of Ozarks. Yeah. You know? Here's yeah. the weird thing about Ozark. I feel like if you feel like your blood pressure isn't high enough, just watch Ozark. Like That's, that's what she thing. says. Ten points. I, I could binge watch it all night. My wife's like after two, she's like, I'm too much on edge. And she's like down in a glass of wine. I'm like, you need to calm down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes three this new season, especially. I mean, yeah, I'm on episode. I just started the last episode, but good Lord. If you thought Ooh. breaking bad was like stressful, uh, it's, this is <laughs> next level. Uh, I did. I did watch tiger King, by the way. I did get that in. Don't say anything. I'm, I've not caught it yet. I got to watch it. Armando Gomez, four ninety nine. Justin, I'm thirty. Not seen a single Star Wars to Disney Plus. Haven't seen Goonies. But how can you not watch any of the Rocky movies? I know, I know. I will watch the Rocky. Armando, movies. I can't let you get off the hook with that though. Go back to that one. He, we, he also missed Star Wars until Disney Plus. Haven't watched Goonies, oh, and, I, okay. and we have Disney Plus for the kids. So I, you know, again, I'll, I'll get them. I'll get to. Um, Michael Edwards, $10. Thank you for supporting and shining light on such an incredible cause tonight. What do you think will be the first non-WWE guy to win the AEW world title? Omega, MJF, Darby, Evil Uno. Okay, so yeah, not the last one, um, for sure. Um, <laughs> it should be Omega. Oh, <laughs> get him off that list. Um, um, Omega or MJF is my call on that. I gotta pick one. Um, MJF. It should be I would have predicted Omega, but it's got to be MJF. Yeah. But out of that list, maybe maybe nobody on that list. You know, there's Lance Archer, there's Wardlow, there's a lot of non WWE guys that like if 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 when the time comes they want to position. Those are WWE guys. Lance Archer is a WWE guy now. Over ten years ago, he's not. I think WWE guy means who just jump ship Brody Lee, Moxley, like recent guys, like. You know, Trent from Best Friends was a WWE once upon a time. I think you're yeah. talking about guys who are stars in WWE or or at least put in a certain position, you know, but like, you know, okay. you know, I, I don't think of Lance Archer as a WWE guy. I, th- I think MJF. Uh, but uh, Julian Maha, $20. Keep oh, great work. Real quick, stay right here. Yeah. Julian Maha. Who is Julian Maha? Julian Maha is the man, the myth, the legend behind Culture City. Oh, nice. wow. I call him Dr. Maha, in fact. He is doctor, and he is the reason Culture City is what Culture City is. I think that's amazing you're on our show right now, sir. That's great. That's really what an honor. 
Very cool. Very, very cool. Thank you so much for uh, dropping in and the, the retweet tonight. Hopefully we'll uh, ra- keep raising a lot of money. Uh, I haven't looked at the total. Okay. We're like, oh, we're almost at $400 in donations. So uh, this is, uh, wow. you guys are something else. This is, uh, this is insane. I think uh, this is well beyond what we do on a normal night. Um, Legacy Press Publishing, Buck 99. Yes, that I'm was sorry. the head of Culture City, just reminding everyone. Yes. That's, that's awesome. awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Legacy Press Publishing, Buck 99. Can AEW show indie matches of their stars? Huh. I think there's probably some rights issues. That would, some. Be, that would be cool. Really amazing for a lot of some of these indie companies. But. Yeah, but you know what? AEW has enough money. If they if, if they went and offered some most of those indie companies, um, they would take it in a heartbeat. A, a certain fee right. that would be very modest AEW's budget, but would be especially in these times right now where all these independent shows have to cancel. Yes. That would be you know a thousand bucks would be good money for an indie company to get for just supplying a videotape. Especially what what's that what's that one company that uh, Orange Cassidy came from? And I actually got contacted by them when Glenn was trying to get me to wrestle Orange Cassidy. Really? After I discovered him. What's the name of that company? That, that he came from. Was it Evolve or P- PWG? No, no, it's like an entertainment entertainment company for wrestling. It's pretty funny. It's where they have gentlemen Jervis and wrestlers like that. Huh? So wait, they contacted you about wrestling Orange Cassidy and yeah, is, yeah. But I, I I take it it's not happening, or else you probably wouldn't. Oh, have this was a long it. time ago. This was like back when I first discovered Orange Cassidy, and like my tweets went friggin' viral because I was. Just because I said Eldor's Cassidy, that um, would be a hell of a charity match, man. I think uh, that might uh, <clears throat> outdraw Raj not watching the Goonies. Yeah, we could probably stream that, you know, uh, as a pay per view. Raise a lot of money. Uh, Septim XL with a dollar super chat donation. Thank you so much. Back to AEW Dynamite tonight. Uh, after Lance Archer won that, well, Brody Lee, talk about this vignette. This going hard in the Vince zone. Hmm. Uh, uh, Brody oh, Lee yeah. Tonight. yeah. I don't see the problem with it. I mean, why does does he get grief for it or something like that? I read some reports that WWE was like making like they were being crybabies about it or something like that. Is that true? I don't know if it's true, but there's a report out there that that it ruffled feathers with people in WWE. But yeah, I don't know. I, you gotta know so that. Right. What right. was he doing tonight? Was that supposed to be a Vincism thing yeah. when he was saying like, "What's the matter, guy? Having some problems at home? I don't know about." Well, yeah. Vin, well, he was getting on the guy about yawning, <laughs> and, and Vin, you know, I mean, Vince yeah. notoriously doesn't. You know, he he sleeps very little, and so seeing seeing yawning, uh, seeing someone yawn, sign a weakness, just like sneezing. You you when you don't you it's can't control yourself. Yeah. 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 So that's all that. That's what that kind of came to. It's um, crazy. And then, and I don't know. I, I don't know for sure the the reference of you will call me Mr. Brody. <laughs> I don't know if that's a that must be something that's that must, yeah, he definitely told one of the talents you will call me Mr. McMahon for sure. Well, no, but at first it was the talents the, the the Dark Order minion said like Mr. Lee and like he's like no you're calling me Mr. Brody so I don't know if Vince is a thing where he's like call me Mr. Vince I, that Mr. I want I'm not aware of I don't know no other way talent. around somebody called him Vince and he said hey, my name is Mr. McMahon yeah that's... to you. Jay Brown. Jay Brown. <laughs> what that really is. <laughs> you know, I was, that to you. I think part of it is making it, that's how you make it a character, right? I mean, the same way you have, you know, on The Simpsons, like Mr. Burns is based off of what we think of billionaires and people mm-hmm. like Howard Hughes. I think the way that it's funny is you take it from a point of truth and then you make it absurd. Now, yeah. there are some things about Vince that are absolutely absurd. Yes. So I think, uh, 
but they, I think they have to make it its own thing. It can't just be a straight carbon copy parody. No, but the sneezes, the yawning, those are funny. Those are really over the top. Vince doesn't do it every day. Yeah. You know, so two for two with promos, one with the what yawn, one with the sneeze, and what that I think that's pretty funny. It's over the top, over you know, like a character. Yeah. He's got to do it some more, and we'll see. Uh, we went from that to the natural nightmares with Brandy Rhodes versus the Dark Order minions eight and nine tonight. Uh, pretty easy squash with the natural nightmares winning via pinfall. Why was it called natural nightmares? Uh, so I think this is replacing what was it, Nightmare Collective? Nightmare Collective. So there was the Nightmare Collective that was like Cody Stable that had Arn as a manager with Brandy now and 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 Dustin and QT Marshall's like their as their buddy. Now they're making like Dustin and QT Marshall officially a tag team, uh, mm. calling them the Nightmare. And it's QT Marshall, is it? I swear to God, it is uh, QT. Marshall. That's how you pronounce this. When it was a ring of honor, that's how he did it. He made a big point to everyone pronounce their name like that. Hmm. So afterwards, Brody came out to the ring, powerbombed one of the Dark Order minions who lost, uh, and then it went to the back. Let's talk about Chris Jericho's promo from the jacuzzi, uh, <laughs> sipping a little bit of the bubbly, uh, and talking about the elite, talking about Matt Hardy. We had Vanguard 1 come in. Um... Man, I love this promo, but what did you guys think of this? Money. Yeah. Money, and let me give a props and shout out to the way they tossed to it. Tony Schiavone tossed to it by saying, here's video that was independently sent. One piece of video by Jericho, another piece of video sent by Matt Hardy, and we have put it together. So I, I like the fact that you know you would watch this and you see okay you see Jericho being filmed in the hot tub you see Vanguard one I like the fact that uh, AEW gave just a little bit of context of Jericho sent us his promo he was doing in the hot tub Matt Hardy's people sent us Vanguard one's video and we put it together to make it one like it's such a little stupid thing but I just think that it brings so much more context to 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 what you're <clears> seeing and <throat> it, ma- it makes you makes it just a little bit more believable and okay. I thought. Yeah, I hope that was really well done. Really quick, why does everyone make such a big deal about Matt Hardy teleporting, by the way? <laughs> like, I thought it was great when he did it. Whether it was shoddy, shoddily, that's not even a word, Charlie. But if it was crappily, is that even a word? No. If it was done terribly, all right, and low budget, whatever you want to call it, you see the holes in it and whatnot. I go back to Undertaker electrocuting people. Um Again, bolts of lightning coming out of, I could have sworn, maybe I'm wrong, his hands at one point. No? Came um, with that to the. I mean, no, we were all okay with that. Well, man, it was done better. Mm. WWE. Okay, maybe, maybe so. Maybe so. But when we watch wrestling, like, it's supposed to be that stuff to some degree. We understand this Matt Hardy character is supposed to be different. It's not yeah. high flying, crazy, risk taking Matt Hardy. It's this whatever, supernatural crazy version of him who does have superpowers apparently um like i didn't think that was crazy like i didn't i wasn't i wasn't turned off by it like oh that's it i'm never watching this again oh I no i think that at once i never thought that at one time watching it you know i was just like all right they're going for something different here good on them for trying to do something yeah. different think outside the box how many times have i told you guys sometimes when somebody doesn't hit a home run with thinking outside the box, it's always that next time that somebody else takes that and makes it better, and that becomes the home run maybe one day. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I just go back right now. Yeah. The WWE and how they started shooting 
all their shows after AEW did it first of showing the actual ramp and not the arena, empty arena, right? So, like, uh, little things like that lead to other germs of ideas that may become that bigger idea down the road. So that's why I try not to crap on anything that I see that's completely different. As long as it's outside the box, they're trying to do something original. I'll always applaud it. I may not be a huge fan of it, but I'll applaud it rather than the same old, same old. Yeah. I thought it was charged they didn't do it perfectly. That You saw Jericho's head move. Uh, when the camera cuts happened, I mean that like the ultimate final and all the hardy compound stuff. Like the reason why people love it, or the reason why I love it, isn't because it was like a blockbuster yeah. movie with cutting edge special effects. I think that it looked like Justin, what's your movie? Fun in the backyard making a movie. Justin, is it look bad on your end, Glenn? Right now, does Glenn look all staticky? Yeah, you? Glenn, you're Glenn. Yeah, Glenn, you're like uh, you, you look like you're, the Matrix is dying on you. Did you lower your Wi-Fi or, uh. or something? No, no such thing down the background. Uh, hold on one second. Uh, it's taking yeah, yeah, your your sharpness away of your shot of you. It's like okay. How about right now? How about right now? It's a little bit better. You're okay. still very blurry. I think something was downloading in the background. It's like Nintendo versus me and like Justin Labar being like PlayStation. The I don't want to go that far. The difference it's is no, it's 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 a it's a big difference right now. You guys, like, maybe you're Super Mario. You are Super Mario, right? Wow. Yeah. Here's like, a reference, Glenn. You're Atari. Ooh. Yes. Yes. There you go. The thirty, so we, uh, the, the almost thirty-three year old making the Atari reference. There. We're like Call of Duty right now. The graphics difference between us. Yeah, maybe Call of Duty One. Uh, is it any better? Is it any better? You uh, sound better, but you don't look good. Better, but uh, to Matt's point. To Matt's point. He's though, not being. He's not being smart. Ass. He's being serious. To Matt's point, yeah. though, yeah, I mean, I think the teleportation thing with Matt Hardy, I think that's yeah. you can't do that if you have an arena full of people. You can only do that filming if you have an empty arena. So I thought that was it made sense to do that. Take advantage. Perfect. of Perfect. There you go, Glenn. You're back. There you go. Okay. You're back in the game, Glenn. You've never looked better. Someone tweeted at me today, speaking of games, that the game Paperboy is 35 years old as of today. God, I'm old. Oh my god. I had that on Game Boy. I used to Love play the arcade. It was a great arcade game. Great soundtrack too. Just that music, just that little funky uh, riff. Man, I love that. Um, Paper, oh, Paperboy the movie? What? No, pa- Paperboy the game. Paperboy Remember? The no, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember that? Like that song that would play. Like uh, I'm not gonna. I, I can't really sing, so I'm not gonna hum it. But uh, yeah, it was an awesome, awesome soundtrack. Uh, Michael Jareen saying, guys, what do you think of Lashley versus Lesnar? As far as what did I miss? Are they about to wrestle each other? I don't know it. No. They never fought MMA. What is he talking about? Oh, maybe he's saying maybe one day they wrestle each other. That has to be a match. Yeah, we thought that was going to happen for a long time. Um, They can't just leave it on the table. Yeah, I don't know. Um, So, Brian Bornheimer, $10, saying late to the party tonight and just want to donate to a great cause. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you. Isaac Picardo saying uh, with a donation, keep up the great work, guys. Quick cue for all three. What is your favorite Mania match like uh, this year of all time? Ooh, damn. Oh, of all time? Uh, Definitely Hulk Hogan versus Andre. Andre, yeah. It's the most emotionally invested I've ever been to a buildup of a match as well, to be honest. I, I have two. One is Mania 13, Austin versus Brett, the I quit match. Uh, the other one I was fortunate enough to see live 19 years ago today 
Mania 17, Austin versus Rock, just because the story and the mm. turns that happen, they yeah, off that one. So both Austin matches. Yeah, I think Hogan versus Andre. Andre, uh, man, and the first Mania, I don't know, the first Mania overall was just so goddamn exciting to watch. So exciting. Every damn clip they throw to, or every back, whatever feed they throw to, there was like a rock star there, movie yeah. star. It was a, such a big deal. Andrew Ong, 499, saying Taker should bring back the body bag for his match with AJ at Mania. Also Ooh. keep up the good work. I, like I, will, I will make this prediction. for. I do think we will see Taker show up to this Boneyard match on a motorcycle. So a little American badass style. I think he will arrive on a motorcycle to it. All right. So you're not taking that from me. I made the prediction that <laughs> he would be American badass, and you guys laughed at me. No, I, I didn't laugh. I wasn't. You Where stopped. was I? I, I didn't scoff. What I'm saying is that this is he. If he has to arrive to a location, I can see it being on a motor. It's either a motorcycle or a hearst. Those are the only two modes of transportation for Undertaker to take. <laughs> no, I think uh, Michelle McCool's going to drive him in a minivan. Just pull <laughs> up and you know, put him out. She, yeah, she, she drives him in a minivan with like trolls <laughs> playing on the DVD player in the back. And on the back, there's the stick figure people, but the Undertaker one has the hat on it, <laughs> the trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do uh, they have a family? Do they have a family, right? They don't have like children, right? Or do they? You know, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so I watched his promo again, by the way. I thought it was so good. Watch it again a second time. What did you think of Matt and Nick Jackson tonight? This promo segment. It was good. It's all right. And then the main event: Cody and Darby Allen versus Sean Spears and Sammy Guevara. Hmm. Uh, it was okay. I, can I give a cheap plug? The same artist that does Sammy Guevara's entrance music is the same musical artist that does my theme music for my podcast, Wrestling Reality. I just want to give a shout out to him, Montezzi. Uh, you can. Follow him on Twitter uh, at TZ Scott. I just want to give him a shout out because I was just talking to him. Whatever. Nice. Uh, I like the stuff tonight with them gambling in ring. I like the little, I mean, it was an entertaining match. It was. What's his, the chairman looked like he was seven foot tall, 300 pounds. Um, come on. What's his name? Sean. Sean Spears looked humongous out there compared to everybody else to me for some reason. Well, Darby Allen's like a buck seventy. So is Sammy. Then, you know, yeah. I mean, he's Sammy's ripped up, but they're both very, very small. I mean, and Cody to some degree. You know what I mean? The Sean Spears look like a friggin' bodybuilder out there by yeah. comparison. Yeah. He looks good. He should continue to wear trunks, by the way. It makes him look even bigger. He should not be hiding. Usually when you see wrestlers guys wear like tights. Or pants is because they're hiding their crappy legs. Homeboy's got some pretty jacked up legs, like muscular legs. He should be wearing trunks. He looks yeah. like a better. He looks like a bigger and like like just like a yeah, like a bigger superstar in trunks. I'll say this: I don't think AEW's main event match was better than NXT. I think NXT had a better ending, better match to end. It, I'm such a Darby fan, though. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Hey. AEW accomplished the business of having Darby, uh, you know, hit Cody after the match to set up for them being at the tournament. So they put a little bit of heat in that match. That's good. Mm. But honestly, that tag match, I preferred. As I'm watching both, I preferred what we saw in NXT main event was main event was. <laughs> Let's talk about NXT tonight. Uh, <laughs> Velveteen Dream versus Bobby Fish opening up the show. 
Bobby Fish, Bobby Fish is really good. I, I, I just all about Velveteen. Like, this is my problem with their whole click is if it's not um, Adam Cole, I'm just yeah, I don't care about any of those three. Hmm. This didn't feel. I mean, this this felt like NXT to me tonight. I felt like this was a really good match. Velveteen Dream doesn't need the crowd with this character and the way he acts. I thought this was a really, really good opening to the show. And amazing. I was looking through uh, my, my photo memories on this day. Four years ago today, Patrick Clark watched him wrestle at uh, WrestleMania Access on the NXT stage. Uh, it's just amazing how far he's come in such a short amount of time. I'm assuming he's going to be facing Adam for the NXT title, what, next week? NXT, they didn't announce it, but soon, sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know if it's the next one. I know next week is the the, the building around the Gargano Champa. Oh, that's right, epic battle. Yeah, I mean, like Matt said, I, you know, all the guys in the undisputed era are talented, but like Bobby Fish is, you know, they're touting like hey, he's got MMA background and this and that, and like Bobby Fish is a talented in the ring guy, but he's forty three years old. It's not. I don't buy in that like this is a guy of the future that's going to break out from the undisputed era. I mean, this is clearly like. Velveteen Dream's time, and again, this match, kind of like what I said earlier with an AEW, this match was just more than what I needed to be. I, I needed Dream to get a little more definitive of a win. This, the, the, this is not Bobby Fish's story. This is all about Velveteen Dream here. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, Raj Geary is in the chat room tonight and said that uh, Undertaker and Michelle have children. So, What, he's chatting, but he won't come on and talk with us? That's right. No. <laughs> Because he's collecting his money, though. You marks are throwing at him about Goonie talk. Quit giving him money for not watching Goonie Go- bucks. Figured the gimmick out. He's running on you all. Uh, but I think you're right. This was a really competitive uh, match tonight. It didn't need to be. But with Undisputed Era, I mean, they're not going to job them out. Uh, but this was good. I think uh, I love Elvatine's uh, promo after this. Saying he's coming for Adam fire, Cole. Fire. Yeah. yeah, his promo was fire, yeah. Uh, and then we had Malcolm Bivens with Sarav Gujar and uh, Riku Singh uh, attacking. Uh, we saw the video of them attacking Matt Riddle last week, sending a message to him and his partner. And what did you think of this promo that they cut tonight, uh, threatening the Broserweights? I, I thought this guy was supposed to be a great promo. It's tough. It's a tough scenario that they're in with this, right? Because they're letting everyone talk. Yeah. yeah, but all I heard was this guy's supposed to be a really big money promo, and I did not see it tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Middle of the line. Uh, then uh, Dexter Loomis versus a debuting Jake Atlas. Jake's uh, from the Bay Area. I've seen him wrestle uh, some indie shows before. Kind of a squash tonight. He got some offense in, but uh, this was set up to make Dexter Loomis look good. Uh, what did you think of this, Matt? I don't like the name Loomis. Yeah, it's a little wimpy. Yeah. Huh. You know, people probably said the same thing about Morgan. So I always hated them using my name. Thank God they did. They rash respect. You don't want to be called your real name as a wrestler. You know, growing up in our era that we grew up in the 80s, you know, larger than life, super duper cartoon character wrestlers. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I expect to be like the masked marauder or something crazy <laughs> like that. Not look out, here comes Matt Morgan. It's Matt Morgan. You know what I mean? Anybody yeah, but hey, Vince doesn't name? own that name. You own your no, real name. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Retrospect, thank God. Hang on. Wait, is that Roger's real picture? Yeah. yeah Raj saying, I watch the Goonies when Matt watches Bridget Jones's diary. Uh, uh, newsflash. I've seen it. I'm well-rounded. Okay? <laughs> Raj, 
my my eclectic movie tastes are second to none. I have I'm a very uh, well-rounded moviegoer. I was more surprised by Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Put that pants. picture back it's up. It's not all about Matt Morgan. It's about my wife and I watch more movies that she wants to watch than what. Look at I that photo. Watch. Oh my god! I know that's what it, that's. Look at that photo. You don't take your photo, Raj. You don't look anything like that. Fix that. You know, Matt. Uh, when we do the Blue Chew ads this weekend, maybe you should be given the dating advice and say, "Fellas, yeah. here's what you got to do. Look at that. You put on Bridget Jones's Diary." Then you, then you take a blue chew about halfway through and you say, Hey baby, let's pause the movie for a minute, you know, and then we'll get back to this later. We got more pressing needs. Uh, yeah. I mean, like Raj is a happily married man. I've met his wife. She, she's wonderful. I mean, he, he definitely, he's way out of his league. Mm-hmm. And, and that looks like a, that looks like a, a, a Tinder dating profile picture there. I don't know. That's <laughs> slow the swipe right or swipe left. I could be wrong. This is how well I think I know Raj. Raj, correct me if I'm wrong. This is from the photo of Raj and all of his other uh, internet cohorts that have their own websites as well. Backstage, didn't you guys all go out one night and take like a photo together? It's like Melter, Raj is in it. You guys know what I'm talking about? There's like a photo they all took together. I have seen that photo, I believe. That Raj is very excited to be a part of. I could have sworn that that's that photo. Raj, am I wrong? Tell me, Raj uh, is like the remember. <laughs> remember when Raw had the anonymous GM that would like anonymously respond as things were happening on on, on television? It's That's like what Raj is right now. Like Matt calls out Raj. Raj, am I right in here? It's just Raj typing back. I think he's saying "damn" to the Tinder joke is what I think he was answering. Or I think "damn" to the fact you've seen Bridget Jones's diary. Uh, <laughs> so we're up over four hundred dollars uh, in donations to Culture City. If you're listening to this later, you can go to culturecity.org/donate, or uh, we're going to keep the super chats open throughout the show. Um, yeah, Bridget Jones. I, you know, I would have guessed that after Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, Matt. Nothing will surprise me now that you'll ever reveal on this podcast. That is perhaps like maybe you could bust out with like, you know, back in junior high, I picked up a Sweet Valley Twins book once or twice. Like that would surprise me. Yeah, but you but, know, Matt Matt watched the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants to get laid. I watched the notebook to get laid. It's just it's things you have to do when you're younger. It's just, it is what it is. No, you're falling asleep anyway. You're going the complete <laughs> opposite for me. I'm going to bed anyway, make my wife happy, wipe watch a movie that she wants to watch, and I try to hang in as long as I can. Yes. But so, sometimes, though, it's weird because I, I've had where I put it on the background before. I'm like, well, she wants to watch this. I'll just play around on my phone. And by the end of it, it's like phone down, fully invested, getting a little misty eyed. Like sometimes I'm surprised by things that I enjoy. Yeah, I agree. Um, so speaking of couples, Killer Cross, we got a teaser vignette narrated by Scarlett Bordeaux tonight. Um, and Sam Roberts on commentary called the clock in the promo a doomsday clock. This was good. I thought this was cool. Yeah. Looking forward to his debut. Uh, We saw a recap of the brawl between Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, uh, hyping up the one final beat match for them next week. Then let's talk about this, the second chance gauntlet match for uh, the number one contender women's ladders match that's going to happen next week. We saw Shotzi Blackheart, Deanna Perrazzo, Zia Lee, uh, Dakota Kai, Aaliyah, and Caden Carter. Um... This, this was awesome, Matt. This was kind of like what we've been talking about. Just go out there and let the women tear it up on NXT. And they gave us a good long match here. The, the Kaden Carter is definitely going to be, a, I think she could be a huge star. Huge. 
She's yeah. still she's still getting better and she's still learning. Obviously, they need to take her time. They have so many great women wrestlers. With her, I would pay the extra time that it takes to get her to a different level that I think she can get to. Take your time with her. Let her simmer in NXT. Take all the time in the world with her because yeah. I do think the payoff with her one day is going to be totally worth it. She has a natural ability to make you like her. That's so hard to have. I'm telling you guys, it's so hard. Not everybody has that. Yeah, great yeah. look. I mean, even her losing uh, to Asuka the other night. I mean, I thought that may have been a bad move to have her out there because she is so memorable. She's not just another one of uh, these blonde WWE so creator wrestlers. Why I didn't hate that was because I think the ultimate thing with her is we love her. We, we yep. all, we, every fan loves her and wants to see her win. So by doing the underdog stuff, this part of her career isn't a terrible move, but they, they need to continue to progress that though. They need to give her wins when the times come as well. Um, she's, I don't know. I want to, I don't want to say Jeff Hardy ask, but. Oh, interesting. Do, do you know what I mean? The same, my opinion about Jeff, when Jeff was like, like the scrawny um, wrestler versus like Undertaker, Triple H, and all these other guys that would just look like monsters compared to him. And he was going to get his ass kicked every match that he was in because he was supposed to be a tag team wrestler and a high flyer. Uh-huh. And if he would like, every time he'd schoolboy or roll somebody up, like, this could be it here. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. He was such an underdog. He had a natural ability to make you root for him as that underdog. Kaden Carter has that natural ability. Which is crazy to think about. Not, I never had. I never had that. No, I don't know many that did. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, she has a great look. Uh, the gauntlet match. Just anything stand out about this to you tonight? From Dakota Kai winning. Uh, no, Chelsea going the distance. No, it was a good showing of uh, what we always say. NXT has that uh, edge over AEW, having a depth in women, and and this also plays into the times and the circumstances. So many of. Uh, the the of the younger women that, that WWE has are based in Florida, so easy to get them there. Don't have to put them on a plane. So this so, this really kind of showcased that. Am I wrong? You guys tell me. Am I wrong for saying that NXT's women's roster is the best roster? It's the best roster, male or female, in any division. The NXT women. I watch that weekly show every week. I will never miss an episode. If that I, was a show. Yeah. I think I mean NXT's NXT's women's roster is great. The Raw and SmackDown male roster, top to bottom, is is probably the best it's ever been. It's just, said, it's, right. it's just not used, but properly. appropriately, yeah. And, and maybe this is absence making the heart grow fonder. But there's not a single woman on the NXT women's roster whoever I'm like, oh her again, or oh I'm bored by this. Ever. Dude, but Raw ever. and SmackDown with the men, even AEW, there's some people I could go without seeing week in and week out. That's a good point. I don't get, he's right. You don't get that. You never get that ugh, when one of the women wrestler comes out from NXT specifically ever. Well, but to be fair, to counter Glenn's point, the women also only get X amount of time. one or two segments compared to the men who get, you know, six or seven or whatever it is. Like, you know what I mean? So like, so saturation, there might yeah. be an oversaturation eventually. That's how, uh, that's how deep that women's roster is though. I think yeah. they could do that and still be, entertaining but here's the weird thing as deep as the women's roster segments what's that again they still could be i'm exaggerating saying seven segments but they could still do five segments and i think you could entire show 
No, yeah. you're not. You're not wrong, man. You, you could do an entire Raw SmackDown or NXT, uh, Raw SmackDown or NXT, just the women, and it'd be fine. The problem, the, what's interesting is that NXT, Raw, and SmackDown all have deep women's rosters that are, are talented. But like, I look at the situation right now. They're trying to feed us and sell us a Shayna being a big deal, being a WrestleMania opponent to Becky, and it's like you're trying to make Shayna seem like she's as credible as Ronda Rousey was in the MMA world, and and Shayna's as credible as Charlotte is in the in the pro wrestling world and, and and she falls short of both that's what's so stunning to me is they're trying to make shane the number one contender for becky who's the hottest woman they have and it's not i'm not buying it and they have all these other women and i'm like could you well, have tried they, with anybody else they have screwed up when the women are left to their devices with is hunter calling the shots for nxt yeah. they are presented as much bigger deals much bigger superstars than when those nxt girls get called up um to work um, in a, a cross brand match like versus Charlotte at WrestleMania with uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Rhea, yeah, Rhea was white hot. There yeah. was no reason for they they screwed it up from day one by they should have from day one had Charlotte be going after that NXT title because this, in my opinion, is the girl that's knocking on my door as the best women's wrestler in the game mm-hmm. today. And I need to put her out now and I want your title along the way. Yeah. That should have been the promo, yeah. Um, would have made the NXT title felt bigger and a better deal. It would have given the true tip of the cap to the NXT women's division by having Charlotte Flair, the so-called best women's wrestler in the world, uh, want that title because it's that meaningful to her because Rhea has it, which ups her as well. They screwed that up completely. Yeah. Um, completely. No, I agree. Uh, Tammy with $5 super chat donation. Thank you. Saying with such a deep women's roster, they could have made some tag teams and done more with those titles. I think they still can. I almost think defend the tag titles in NXT more, um, put some of those women there. Yes. But honestly, NXT's women's roster, I think, even got better when Shayna was out of the picture. It um, did. It to- no, yes, it did. And here's the problem with Shayna. It's like if you're playing Street Fighter, Matt, Shayna is Balrog. Nobody's favorite character is Balrog. Like, <laughs> oh, well, he's a boxer. He's tough. He's like a good fighter. Like, yeah, that's not the character I'm picking ever. My quarter has never, even when I'm on random in this power, I'm like, oh, great. Now I got to remember this crappy move set. <laughs> that's a good analogy. Actually. Yeah. Uh, Jackson Cowan's five bucks saying, Labar seen every WWE pay-per-view from the 80s, but too young to see 80s <laughs> hit movies. Hmm, LOL. Much love, man. Ooh, Thank you, Jackson. That's a very great, yeah, great point. What's that's why Rocky is... Rocky's, I have to admit, Justin, Rocky is a stunning omission. Yeah, I know it's, again, people are always surprised because I, I'm into pro wrestling and boxing and MMA. You're a sports fan. It's a sports I, I know. It's, it's fan well, anthem. Here's the thing. My, my, my mother was a young mother when she had me. My mother was 17 when she had me. <laughs> and she works shift work for the police, still does. So my babysitter, my babysitter was Hasbro pro wrestling action figures and going to the store and renting Coliseum Home Video WWE, like my babysitter was was just WWF. Uh, so like I, Matt asked me, did I like have like a bad childhood? I just I was in such a wrestling bubble. It's, it's insane. So here's the thing though, that's where the advent of friends come into play. When you're at your friend's <laughs> house one day, you discovered blank, right? That's what I discovered. I mean, there was some of that. Magazine. That's how I discovered. I, discover, well, I discovered the Hustler magazine. I discovered Back to the Future. I love the Back to there the Future. There you go. Wait, wait. What magazine did you discover? Hustler. Okay. I was just like, did I mishear something? Nope. Heard it. Was it like a porn in the woods situation or? 
Yes for me, by the way. Yes. A hustler was not porn in the woods. Uh, uh, a, a, a can of beer was beer in the woods for me. Yeah, that was you know. interesting. That's we got to save that topic for another night. We got uh, more NXT to talk to yes. more of your donations uh, as they come in. Seriously, guys, like this is just crazy. Uh, we're up over 400. Uh, thank you so much for your generosity tonight and raising money for culture city. Let's uh, talk about, well, and Chauncey Blackheart, I like that they let her look really strong in this by having her make it all the way from start through Dakota, losing to Dakota Kai. So next week it's going to be Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox, Chelsea Green, Mia Yim, Io Shirai, and Candice LeRae for the ladder match next week. Uh, I thought, wait, I thought Bianca Belair was in that too, isn't she? She not? We haven't seen her in a while, actually. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Um, oh, let's talk Kushida versus Joaquin Wild tonight. What'd you think of that? Love Joaquin Wild, yes, sir. So, what's the deal? So, they had Joaquin get he got he's another one that got uh kidnapped in the parking lot. What's going on? Oh, I, yeah, is NXT responding to the Dark Order? <laughs> Are they like doing like a parody <laughs> where they have masked people hijacking minions? What's going on here? I got nothing, I have no idea. Vince is the exalted one of who's kidnapping those in NXT. Like, what's happening? Kidnapping. I just think it's corny. Uh, Kushida got that win. And uh, we had an interview with Joaquin Wild during the commercial break while expressing frustration over losing. An SUV sped up and almost hit him. And uh, Mackenzie Mitchell interviewing him. To- <laughs> yeah, so he got abducted. Uh, the same man who took Raul Mendoza a few weeks ago. Um, Let's talk about the triple threat for the NXT North American title, Damian Priest versus Dominic Dijakovic versus Keith Lee with Keith Lee retaining. What did you think of this main event, Justin? You thought this was better than uh, AEW tonight? I, I did, and this it was, was. Yeah, it was, and this was another example of uh, this was a, an advantage of to the empty building. They shot the intros to this different than they normally would have. They did the normal title entrances where they waited for everybody to get in the ring and then introduced, but they had Keith Lee, the champion, stand in the middle. They had the two challengers square up at him and stare at him. It looked very c- cinematic. It looked like something out of a movie or out of, out of, out of a theatrical play. You probably wouldn't have done this in front of a live crowd. It would have looked hokey. But because you didn't have a live crowd disrupting, it looked good. The lights dropped down. Then they showed some picture-in-picture graphics. They showed text uh, giving like a tale of the tape, like a boxing fight. The, the presentation of that was good. These three big men being as agile as they were was, was fun to watch. This this by by easily by far uh, grabbed my attention way more than the tag match on AEW. Uh, I thought this was r- really fun to watch. This it was did, good. This was this was a, a different. This was different for me. Usually my eyes never come off AEW. If I'm being honest with the fans at home, it takes a lot to get my eyes off of it and onto NXT. Tonight was the complete opposite for me of that yeah. with the main event. It was good. This was a good show from start to finish. Um, I mean, yeah, there's some stuff I didn't really care about, but I think that women's gauntlet match, um, mm-hmm. I think the promos, I think, uh, yeah, the there were promo, the, the main event, the women's angle, they did, they shot, they did. This is a good show. This, uh, what do you call it? The very beginning, uh, mm-hmm. Velvet, Velvet, uh, Velveteen Dream had a, a nasty promo after his, it, this, the whole show was good, actually. I almost wonder, the problem is it, they're so far behind in the ratings and just losing consistently mm-hmm. that just putting on a great show isn't enough. They're almost going to have to work twice as hard to make half as much progress well, given what the perception is. Now. This, if they do it this way, 
they put on this kind of remember these matches tonight were not just all cold right there were yeah. some stories now that we're getting and for the longest all i've heard is how aw you got i've agreed with it too which is aw has more um meat to sink your teeth into if you will uh, with storylines and angles um and nxt didn't well they they're they're getting there now um so this yeah. they got to continue the good work on this and that's every time in the last six months since Dynamite has started going, has been a thing, going head-to-head with NXT. Every time we ask Triple H on the record, you know, you're losing to AEW. His response has always been, I'm paraphrasing, but it's been some some version of, this is a marathon. Mm-hmm. And so he's looking at the long term of, okay, AEW's doing a lot of hot shot things here and there. He's like, but this is a marathon, and this is long-term storytelling, long-term character development. So to what Matt's saying, that plays in tonight. Darian Moore, $2 donation. Justin, have you watched Creed? Okay, I did. The Creed movie that came out a few years ago, I did watch that. I, I, I did not. I've never watched the Rockies before, and I just my wife and I, we did watch that, and I just picked up and watched old Sylvester Stallone uh, training the son of the guy that he had a feud with i know it was can't you should have been they should have banned you from allowing (laughs) to watch that they being the computer screen that you watched it on your tv screen at home you should not have been allowed to watch that without knowing the history of that movie franchise so you would have appreciated i know i i didn't pay my dues matt you didn't see apollo crew apollo creed die I did not. I had to read about it. Justin, he died in the middle of a ring. That's what we could call a fight. That's what IMDb oh, told me. Country supposed I'm, to be just an exhibition. I am IMDb <laughs> and Wikipedia. IMDb and Wikipedia told and me. And Rock, Rocky could have thrown the towel on and stopped the fight, and he didn't. He did. And he has to live with that. He's still living with that. He has. He deserves to live with it for that. I've seen Ghostbusters. I've seen Back to the Future. I've seen all the diehards. I don't know. I mean, I good and good and good. Okay, those are all great ones. Good. I think you would have your American citizenship revoked if you've never seen Back to the Future. I'm like, also I an feel I- like that's America's movie. I'm also an IMDb trivia hound. So any movies I've seen, I'm like a trivia hound. I can tell you all kinds of fun facts about. It. I, I know. I know the shit out of my wife with that. By the way, it's a little. Fun fact. <laughs> regular, uh, regular Cliff Clavin over here. Uh, many lagos with my mother in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Really? Cliff. Yeah, John Ratzenberger. Yeah. Yes. Very interesting. Uh, many lagos ten dollars. If you can make dream matches from any company in wrestling, what would they be? Like from any company? I don't know what we're asking here. The Lego like part. A match. Well, if you all can make a dream matches from any company in wrestling, um. Have we seen them all? What have we not seen? Sting Taker in their prime, maybe? Yeah. I would love to see Stone Cold and Cena. You talk about two flag bearers of an era, and they don't have to do much. Hmm. They don't have to do much at all. The, to the newer age, Rock and two more years from now, Velveteen Dream. Ooh. Where he's totally... There is no holes in his stuff. Which there isn't right now, by the way. But he'll be that much more confident two years from now with his his gimmick and his character. The promos he could cut on Rock and Rock back would be frigging money. I don't even know if I'd want to wrestle. I think I'd just be cool with promo after promo after promo on one another. Oh, no. I want to see The Rock versus MJF in the promo off. That would be... Uh... That would be good, too. Yeah, that really would. MJF would get buried in that. He would, but I think he... I think two 
I'll give him the two years from now rule too. Two more years to mature into his character a little bit more and get some more main event experience. MJF is good, but he also benefits from having like TNT and AEW give him wide parameters to say a lot of things. Hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, The Rock said things, but The Rock said things in innuendo. MJF has to use a lot of curse words and a lot of like just blunt. The Rock talks about eating pie. It's an innuendo. It's it's not. What's wrong with I just saw you really love pie? That's not even attempting to. It was an innuendo versus. Versus saying what he actually said. That's an innuendo, though. That's an innuendo. I mean, uh, it's sexual innuendo. Also, is it's sexual innuendo. Is that innuendo at that point? I think that's just calling. Look at Matt. Look at Matt's face. He hasn't heard poon tang pie. Like it, it's calling it what it is. Is what it, is what that word is. <laughs> it's weird too. I have to say, like I love a lot of point. I love curse words. I've always hated that. I thought like that's like the lamest sexual slang. I've never food tang your ass on out of here. That's a great line that he once ever said. Well, like if any of us said that in that area, we'd maybe people like our friends would be like, "What? That's corny. Why'd you say that word?" But because the Rock says it, it somehow worked. Yeah, Seriously, that's... think about that time, Glenn. You're right. Oh that, yeah, that was like a corny word to use. Like, yeah, that, that was like like your inappropriate gym teacher. Like that's the sort of tech talk <laughs> yes, that he exactly. gives the boys after like a health class. What know? high or poontang? Trying to exp- he's exactly right. What he what he just explained that the type of person that would use that word thinking they're cool and hip, but they're like still twenty years be- you know p- behind the times. Yeah. Neighbor yeah. of yours, or if you will, or the gym yeah, class teacher. With a, in a, yeah, with a mullet working on Trans Am. Like wants to tell you a little bit about the ladies. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, uh, a perfect picture, Glenn, of the <laughs> that word. And now insert Rocky Maivia, who's cooler than the other side of the pillow, could say whatever he wants, and everyone thinks it's cool, including me and you and everyone else. Yeah, it right. does make it work. Uh, Justin Lopez, Buck ninety nine, the ghost <laughs> alone had a feud with Face Palm. That's how you described Apollo. The guy Stallone had a few. That's all I know from my history. That's that's all I saw. Uh, Amp Williams, $5. Thanks, guys, for doing this, Matt. My five-year-old, Dylan, is also nonverbal autistic, so this really means a lot. Hi, Dylan. Um, Okay, so we're going to do some news. Uh, we got a couple stories, but if you want to get some Super Chat donations in, uh, we're going to keep this going probably for uh, at least 10 or 15 more minutes. So if you want to get those donations in, well, uh, Matt's looking. Matt's like, good lord! I signed up we're for the charity thing. We're not doing ten or fifteen more minutes. I'll we'll do sure. get some donations in, and we'll keep the show going. Uh, now is your last call for donations. If you're listening to this late, go to culturecity.org/slash/donate. Uh, Disco Scotty, five bucks. Do you think WWE will be affected by Governor DeSantis's stay-at-home order for Florida? Yeah. No, Disco, because as you heard at the beginning of the show, you probably missed it. But WWE already filmed its WrestleMania matches. Oh. They pre-taped them, so no. I, I think they'll be affected in the sense of this might, this might finally handcuff Vince McMahon to having taking time off, which he would hate, but this might finally do it. Yeah. All right, so some news. Uh, so we're on the road to WrestleMania. It's crazy. I was supposed to be on a plane tomorrow going to Tampa to see you two fine gentlemen. Yeah. Um, this yeah. past week's uh, Monday Night Raw. Think about this, gentlemen. This was the worst go-home Monday Night Raw ever to a WrestleMania. This was the worst f- first to third hour drop ever. This wow. past week's Monday Night Raw drew an average viewership of 1.9 million viewers, according to Showbuzz Daily. Hour one did 2.1. 
Uh, hour two did 1.9. Hour three, 1.6. That is a million. That is a 23% drop from hour one to hour three. Mm-hmm. So on the go-home final hour to WrestleMania, again, WrestleMania in quotations because this is kind of WrestleMania, right. uh, the worst. So think about that for a second. Uh the other talk, you know, we're talking about taking time off. Uh, this is a story we have on Wrestling Inc. right now. Everybody can go on and get the full story. But uh, as noted uh, earlier, uh, Governor DeSantis you know, stayed home order to try to uh, slow what's going on here with this virus. Um, and so right now, it looks like that it's very possible that WWE, because of the situation, uh, WWE could reconsider and take a break after WrestleMania 36. This according to WrestleVotes. WrestleVotes has been... Uh, very accurate and on top of things uh, in the last couple of years. That's why we are crediting them and, and taking this with with a, with a certain amount of credibility. Um, they have filmed, like I said, Raw, NXT, and SmackDown that would air next week. But if it gets to the point where they can't go back to the Performance Center and film more content through the rest of April, Jared. if they truly are going to have to take some time off and just re- rely on studio shows or recaps, this might change them airing what they've already shot. So, for example, if they yep. if they if they're going to air something, whether it's Brock celebration, Drew celebration, whatever, but they're not going to be able to follow up on it on new programming, then they might have to uh, you know get rid of some stuff they've already shot and, and totally call an audible here. So, uh, I know I'll be with you guys. I think this Saturday night for WrestleMania for night one, I'll be with you guys Friday night after SmackDown. A lot is going to change here day to day as this. Pandemic changes and WWE might be in 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 risk for the first time ever of taking some time off here. Good, they need to. Next, I agree. Yeah. That's it. That's what I got. Glenn Lipkin, nine ninety nine for a good cause. Shout out to MPC. Uh, Darian Moore, five dollars. Dream match Shield versus Wyatt's versus Evolution in War Games. That would be. Uh, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Hell of a match. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Ninja Skills to real $10. Great show. Great cause. Keep it going, guys. Um, yeah, this is crazy tonight, guys. I mean, seriously, when we talked about doing this, I was like, oh, maybe we'll raise like $100, maybe $200, $457 so far. Now, YouTube's going to take a cut of that. Uh, but to sweeten the deal, and because you guys are so, so, so incredibly awesome. I just made a hundred dollar donation to culture city right there on the screen. There's the proof. Um, so I'll add that to everything you guys contributed tonight in the chat. And, uh, yeah, Raj is going to take care of getting them that money, but great cause. If you're hearing this later, go to culturecity.org. That's K U L T U R E city.org slash donate to make a donation. Uh, Matt, you do a lot of great work with the organization and uh, yeah, just so, so glad we're able to raise some money for them here tonight on the show. Uh, Fethdar with a $5 edition getting in under the wire here. If there is a break, will you get classic shows and pay-per-views to keep us going? I think, yes, we absolutely should be doing that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Raj saying his super chat didn't go through, but add $100 from him also. So, there you Thank go. you, Raj. Thank you, Thank you all that put money into this. It's they actually put it into exactly. So sometimes uh, I don't mean to talk down about other nonprofits and whatnot, but this nonprofit, everything you put in towards it, literally goes out 
toward the kids that need this type of, um, like I was telling you earlier, noise canceling headphones. To, like I gave you my, my son's first experience at a zoo. That might not seem like a big deal to some of you guys, but imagine um, with an autistic kid and my kid specifically, when he goes to the zoo, right, all he sees is colors and noises. Right. And so what that does is it over it overdoes his entire uh, senses so much so that he wants to take his head and just bury it into my leg. So he doesn't have to see it anymore or hear it anymore. All right. And then I got to pick him up and walk him out of there, bring him back to the car and start what would look like a, a manual massage up and down his arms, up and down his oh. legs, down his arms, up and down his legs. And that provides um, um, compression and it centers him. Then we go try it again and it happens again. So something as simple as noise canceling headphones might seem like like not that big of a deal, but it made my kid, because of Culture City doing something like that, being that thoughtful of training the entire Central Florida Zoo, one of the biggest Florida zoos we have in the state of Florida, on how to deal with kids having meltdowns with autism and give them the tools that they need to be able to watch and go out and see a monkey for the first time, see a a giraffe for the first time. My my kid had only seen those in cartoons. He's never Mm -hmm. seen these in real life, and he's six years old until this year because we only went because Culture City did something like that, thinking outside the box to give them these Culture City bags to be able to go into that. That's just one very myopic view I'm giving you guys, which is my world. There's millions of others that could tell you similar stories like that. So every dime you guys put into, you just help some child uh, with, with autism in this case, from my, my point of view, to discover something that they would normally never have a shot in hell of maybe not being able to discover without having those meltdowns, having to take their parents have to take them home and not be able to get through maybe an Orlando magic game, a hockey game, camping, you name it. So thank you all very, very, very much. Yeah, and wrestling I, events like we've seen with AEW and their partnership with AEW. Yeah. 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 And just, just to further what Matt said, uh, you know, I, I have two children myself, uh, ages five and two, uh, neither are autistic. But to further what Matt's saying, you know, neither are autistic, but uh, autistic, excuse me, but especially in this time where we're isolated and we're taken out of rhythms, whether it be school or daycares or just having play dates with friends. You know, they're very disrupted by, hey, I, I miss my friends or, hey, I want to go do this. I haven't explained to them this con- the, 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 explain to them this virus that's going on. So when I think about that and I think about, you know, parents and Matt's situation um, uh, of even more sensitivity to a routine and to disruption of that, uh, what we did tonight, you know, we all uh, we all have fun talking wrestling and bust each other's balls. But you guys raising the money that you did and that goes towards all the things Matt's talking about, you know, programs and, and, and equipment like noise canceling headphones. That, that is such a huge, huge thing right now in this time where we all have to be in it together in the world. Um, so that's, that's and huge. F- furthermore, even beyond that, I mean, one last point, it also really benefits families that want to go out and have these experiences because a lot of autistic children uh, and kids on the spectrum do experience separation anxiety. They want to be around their parents. They want to be around their moms, their dads. So if, if you're a wrestling fan, you have a child, this allows them to go and enjoy it with you. Whereas before yeah. you might have to separate from them. Uh, I mean, it really, it, it benefits uh, the child, the family. I mean, it's just such a great cause. Love the work that they're doing. Glad we could raise some money for them. Glad to donate. And uh, we're going to be back here Friday night to talk about SmackDown, uh, the, the, the official go home for WrestleMania, the strangest WrestleMania weekend ever. Um, 
truly, hope, hopefully, once in a lifetime, we will never uh, have this extreme of a situation again. Um, but we'll be back. <laughs> the chat room is t- like some people so in the chat just have to put that anaconda vice is like, Raj never saw Goonies. WTF? It's like it, this has become the meme of the show, Matt. This has become the the, the overwhelming running joke in the Coming rest of the meme of a good exclamation mark. You just had an opportunity to close this show with, but you just had to bring up. I Goonies. had to go to it. I had to go out on the Goonies. series on the show every once in a while. We should have ended it there, but ADD plan over here. I had to allow you guys to continue to pull I'm looking at the chat room. I'm looking at the chat room. We're very listed. Bottom line is this, because I'll be the one to close it. We're honored to have Dr. Julian Maha on here. What what that man and his organization does is legitimately changing people's lives, changing families' lives. Um, Every single one of these, uh, every single one, both of these gentlemen on on this podcast with me, uh, where they're hard on their sleeve, just like I do, just like you do that watch this show, quite frankly. We're blessed to have you guys as our fans. We love you all more than you'll ever think. You guys are family at this point. And the fact that you guys stepped up and delivered, we cannot repeat pay you enough we'll try the best we can by mocking and making fun of each other from time to time talking some good old wrestling when the time comes up but until then be safe remember that every single one of us are in this together with this pandemic and most importantly we will get through this god bless guys bye